Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brian McMahon, the CFO of OpenWorks. And when you compare OpenWorks to other companies in their industry, you'll find that there's a clear difference. Unlike their competitors that simply maintain facilities, OpenWorks is the only facility services company that strives to create results that are measurable and add value to your business. We're going to talk to Brian about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat franchise opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat franchise opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Brian McMahon, the CFO of OpenWorks, and when you compare OpenWorks to other companies in their industry, you'll find that there's a clear difference. Unlike their competitors that simply maintain facilities, OpenWorks is the only facility services company that strives to create results that are measurable and add value to your business. Hi, Brian. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good morning, Marty. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Brian. We always like to ask our guests where you're calling from this morning, Brian. And I have a feeling it's a little early where you are, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm in my office at the corporate headquarters of OpenWorks. Fantastic. And Phoenix is a beautiful place, Brian. You know, at OpenWorks, Brian, I, not everyone may know it. You know, I, I do because I've, I've been following OpenWorks for quite some time. I mean, it really has a, a long history. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that history of OpenWorks. Sure. Uh, the founder of the company, who's, who's currently the president and CEO and majority owner, Eric Rudy, uh, founded mm-hmm. the company back in the early 80s. So he's been yeah. at this for more than uh, 35 years. He started... Wow. Uh, uh, and, and the business model really hasn't changed in that time. It was That's much amazing. smaller back then. Um, yeah, he started soliciting franchisees uh, and in the early 80s to uh, mm-hmm. and selling commercial cleaning services to Phoenix area um, businesses. And, and then shortly thereafter expanded into Seattle. Uh, and the business... It was fairly steady over the, over the first couple of decades that it was in operation. Right. It was in Seattle, um, California, Phoenix. It, it was um, primarily the western part of the United States. Um, and again, steady and, and, and profitable and successful uh, for 25 years. Um, and then after about 25 years, uh, Eric and the team started to think about what OpenWorks could become, and over the last 10 plus years, uh, it has grown to become a, a nationwide um, in, integrated facilities, uh, janitorial services cleaning company, um, and we're excited to talk about it today. That's great, Brian. You know, it's it's interesting. I mean, you say 35 years. You know, we've done, we're going on like our almost like 650th show. And I have to tell you, I mean, we haven't had a lot of franchises and organizations that have hit that 35-year mark. That's a really, it's, it's quite an accomplishment, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's a testament to Eric's perseverance. Um, yeah. And, and it's incredible how much energy he still has after been after having been doing it for so long. Um, it's really inspiring. I joined the company in December, um, so the company had already scaled to where it is today, uh, and we're we're in the process of, of trying to figure out what tomorrow brings to the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but I marvel at at his energy and um, and what he brings to the company every day. It, it's uh, it's incredible. That's fantastic. When you're meeting with someone for the first time, Brian, you know, and they ask you, you know, about OpenWorks, how do you typically describe the organization? You know, maybe talk about, you know, what services it provides. Sure. I, well, I, I make it very simple. Um, we mm-hmm. essentially do three things. We sell franchises. We sell right. commercial janitorial cleaning services. And then we put the, our customers together with our franchises. Um, and and that's, over, that's obviously overly simplified. We do um, many different types of services for facilities, um, but it, you know, generally speaking, that's the core of the business. And we do um, we do many things to support our franchisees as they are servicing our customers. 
There's an extensive training program. Um, we help them in many cases financially get off the ground, um, and, and you know we we partner with our franchisees every step of the way as they as they initially become uh, entrepreneurs and franchise owners to uh, through maturity. Um, and it's actually uh, so I'm new to the industry uh, both from a franchise or standpoint and the commercial mm-hmm. clean. And one of the right. one of the amazing things that I've I've uh, I've uncovered is how different all of our franchisees are and and how much wow. um how much support some of them need and 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 perhaps not as much others the maturing process uh, of our entrepreneurs uh, is quite fascinating so when it, when they come to us uh, they may or may not have experience uh in the commercial janitorial services industry um and we you know regardless of of what their experience level is we help them from inception to Getting five, six, seven, eight, ten crews, um, and servicing—I I think our largest franchisee services um, thirty buildings. I think. Um, wow. With with maybe eight to ten crews. It's amazing, Brian. And, and you know, OpenWorks too. I you know I've been to the website. You know, I mean, it, you have some pretty big accounts up there too, don't you? I mean, that you work with. I mean, some of these are, as you said, small companies. I mean, there's some pretty big brand names, aren't they? For sure, um, and that really is, has been our growth push. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned ten years ago, uh, the company started to think about what it wanted to be in the future. The answer to that question was to to grow stri- with strategic accounts, large accounts. Um, we have a niche in the rail services uh, industry. Uh, our our largest customer is BNSF. BNSF. We also mm-hmm. do. We also work with CSX. Um, but we've expanded to UPS, uh, UTI, many um, for-profit education companies uh, that right. are nationwide. So um, that expansion uh, with larger strategic com- customers required us to open. We went from call it seven or eight regional offices in, in the western part of the United States to now we have 23 regional offices, and wow. um, it's based. The, every large metropolitan area in the United States, we have um, on-the-ground folks, uh, again, selling franchises and selling customers' services and, and then putting them together. Since I've last talked to OpenWorks, because I've had the opportunity uh, to interview your organization in the past, Brian, I mean, you have grown, you know, quickly. What I got out of your organization the first time, you know, was really very impressive is why I wanted to have you back was it, it seems like, you know, open works as a culture and it's very much relationship driven. Is that part of, would you attribute that to the growth of the organization and, and, and how will you maintain this growth as, as you continue to grow? For sure. Um, I, I think we're done um, expanding from a geographical footprint. What we really mm-hmm. need to do now is take advantage of that footprint and infrastructure. Uh, we have, um, I would call, to your point, a very much a relationship culture and, and, mm-hmm. and an aggressive sales culture as well. Um, right. We we require our producers to be out there um, networking and, and really promoting OpenWorks as the um, integrated facility services company of choice. Um, so... Our expansion will be twofold. One, to continue to network and, and get out there and, and, and sell strategic customers, but also mm-hmm. two, to 
expand our product breadth. Um, the preponderance of our business is standard, typical, commercial janitorial cleaning services, but we also offer capabilities in landscaping, pest control, light maintenance, plumbing, electric, wow. et cetera, et cetera. Um, we're excited about, again, taking advantage of our infrastructure, our, our, um, the regional offices and the folks that are, that are on the ground uh, producing, uh, to, again, not only offer commercial janitorial cleaning services, but, but every service a facility might uh, consume. It's it's so clever, Brian, isn't it? You know, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you have a relationship with or your franchisees have a relationship with these clients. And, you know, sometimes I guess, you know, the hardest part is just getting in the door, you know, but once you have that relationship, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it, to provide, as you said, these additional services to these organizations, doesn't it? For sure. Uh, we call it increasing our share of wallet. Uh, and when you're in front of <laughs> the facilities managers, um, they uh, they get really excited when we talk about what we can offer them. As you can imagine, you know everybody's busy, and um, right. and if we're already sitting in front of the the facilities manager talking about janitorial services, the oh and by the way we can also do this mm. this and this. Um, it, it's it's a great way to um, leverage our uh, our d- distribution model really. Because you have that trust factor too, don't you, Brian? Again, you know, that's that's the main thing with anything today is is the trust factor. You know, when you're dealing with anyone for the first time, you just you don't know, but your clients have a relationship with you, so they they trust you. You know, so it, it makes it a, a certainly a, a much easier sale. And you know, you're you're a financial person, Brian. So you know, I know that you know this industry. It seems to have really grown you know over the years how big is the industry anyway i mean what what is it up to it seems like it must be like a billion dollar industry i imagine up to this point the commercial janitorial services industry i believe is in the 60 billions Um, wow depending on depending on what other services you might throw on that landscaping and and maintenance again right I, i i i would imagine that could raise the number to greater than 150 billion sure uh, That's there's um, I, when you think about it, there's so many different types of buildings, and um, every building needs to be maintained and cleaned. Um, office right. buildings, where heavy industrial manufacturing buildings, medical buildings, uh, churches, schools, etc. Um, they they all need to be maintained. Um, so it, it's a it's right. a large industry. And um, we have a small slice of the pie, and, and we're trying to, to, to get that uh, moving, uh, continue to move that positively. That's terrific. What's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, uh, Brian, since uh, you know, joining uh, as the CFO of, of OpenWorks? Anything stand out? Well, there's been a lot of learning. Um, every, yeah. you, you join a company, and every, every culture is different. Every, every company, I, I would say, has a unique personality. And, right. Um, this particular company, it's experienced so much growth. Uh, we've tripled over the last, say, five years, and we've tripled in revenue, um, wow. more than tripled in the number of regional offices we have, tripled in customers, and et cetera. So when, uh, when, when, you, when you're in a mature industry and, and you've been able to grow that much, it, mm-hmm. it's really an sort of interesting dichotomy. And, and, and one of the things that I've found is that um, we still operated very much like we were a third of our current size. Um, so what that means is it, it, it's my job and others' job to um, 
to make systems and processes uh, more up to date, more more conducive to a company of our size now. Uh, right. We're, we're adding folks. We're uh, we're adding systems and processes to make things more efficient. Um, we're just sort of running around trying to put out fires for the most part. Um, and really, what what my job is to, is, is to sort of settle the company um, and and have the infrastructure and the processes catch up to where the company is today. Um, that's accounting systems, that's HR, mm-hmm. um, right. all kinds of um, functions that, um, again, very much, uh, and, and this kind of makes sense, uh, very much act like the company is, is smaller than it currently is. That's great. It's hard to sometimes keep up with all those changes, too, isn't it, Brian, with all the changes? With technology, it just seems to move so fast today, doesn't it? For sure. Uh, but it's a lot. I mean, as you can imagine, it's a lot of fun. Every every day is right. different. Um, and, and it's it's easy to make a meaningful impact. And, and that's really, um, really important to me from a career standpoint. That's terrific. I'm sure, Brian, you get to meet with, you know, you, you've met with, you know, franchisees for OpenWorks, you know, since you've been with the organization. W- what types of characteristics um, does OpenWorks look for in their franchisees when they're meeting with someone? How do they know that they're a good candidate for OpenWorks? Great question. Um, we want, um, and, and this is sometimes difficult to demonstrate, but we're, what we're really mm-hmm. trying to get after is a passion to serve our customers. Um, yeah. So, our model is a bit different. We own the relationships with the customers. Um, more than 90% of our customers were um, developed or, or, or acquired uh, from OpenWorks, the franchisor. And, and that's wow. very different from typical franchisor, franchising yes, model. Yes, So we have, yeah. um, we have a lot of sort of commitment to our customers. And, and when we're selecting franchisees that we know are going to go and deliver the service, um, we have to be comfortable that that they are the right people to to go out right. and, and put the obligations that that we've set forth for our customers. Um, and you know, interestingly, the franchisees they have so many different characteristics. Um, some of them are are janitorial service providers themselves. Mm-hmm. Others are sort of financial and and um, more. Um, what I would consider mature professionally. Um, so it, it's interesting, but the, but the common thread has to be a, a passion to do what our customers need them to do. And, and really, the word that keeps that 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 keeps coming up is, is consistency. So when you think mm. about it, you want your janitorial service provider to be as consistent as possible. They, right. You know, your restrooms, your conference rooms, your hallways, offices, et cetera, um, your, your warehouse uh, space, it all needs to look good and feel good and, and be consistent so that you know, when a franchisee is, is, is um, falling down, so to speak, and, and not being consistent, um, it, it's incumbent upon us as franchisor to, to help them throughout that process and to, to, to train them to, to have perhaps difficult conversations with them. Um, right. Again, all, all with the idea that, that the customer is, is paramount. And, and they it's almost like, uh, to use a sports analogy, it's almost like an offensive line. Um, you don't want to think about the offensive line because you want to think about the running back going through, through the, mm-hmm. the hole. You want to think about 
quarterback having time. Well, if you're a facilities manager, the last thing you want to do is think about how much your trash is being picked up. Um, right. So that's uh, that's really what we're getting after, uh, a franchisee that, that's, that's willing to, to go the extra mile and make sure the customer's getting what, what it needs. That's terrific. What is, for our listeners, Brian, uh, you know, who've never been in this industry, uh, you know, how would you describe a typical – well, we'll talk from your standpoint. What's a typical day like for a CFO at OpenWorks? And, you know, what what do you hope to bring to the company? I have to tell you, you know, I've, in 650 interviews, I, I think maybe only once or twice I've gotten to interview the CFO. So that's why I was really excited to, oh, to wow. meet with you today. Yeah. So how would you describe what, what is a typical day like for a CFO at OpenWorks? And, you know, what are, what are your plans for the company? It's quite varied, um, as you can imagine. The the, the breadth of responsibility is is, um, is, is quite um, wide. So mm-hmm. financial and uh, accounting systems are, are my responsibility. I also right. have significant uh, say in information technology and human resources. Um, I I do try and get out to the regional offices every so often. Uh, and meet with customers and franchisees because that's that's what we're here for. It gives me a better right. perspective. Um, I'm meeting with the executive team a lot. I'm meeting with uh, the accounting and finance group a lot. I'm in charge of what I consider our administrative vendors, whether that's accountants or bankers uh-huh. or attorneys, um, insurance brokers. Um, risk management is, is a significant portion uh, of my responsibility. Uh, I, I consider myself the keeper of the balance sheet. Uh, and mm-hmm. when you're growing significantly, it, it's it's easy to sort of for the company to take its eye off of um, the assets and liabilities that, that are right. paramount to the business. So, um, right. you know, to answer your question, it, it, uh, you know, there's never a day that's the same, and um, that that makes it a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of meeting with people, looking at data, uh, making sure that trends are moving in the right direction, and if they're not, making sure that everyone in the company knows how important the, um, these trends and data, what the data is showing, um, can do for, for the business. That's interesting. Because you have that financial background, Brian, I mean, what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise as you know you know there's there's a lot of different franchise opportunities out there and you know a lot of our listeners we found one of the themes over the years is that's a little bit overwhelming in the beginning because sure. there's so much out there what advice would you give to them from everything you've learned up to this point um you know it's interesting i whether it's this business or or, or really any other startup and and mm-hmm. business that that you're that you're going to throw yourself into um, one of the biggest issues is, is perseverance. So things yeah. aren't go your way all the time, and you really right. need to sort of you need to be convicted and, and confident and comfortable, and you need to push through that. Um, so that would be my first piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Second piece of advice, advice. Is, is to have an, a, an incredible amount of energy, and, and obviously energy is infectious. So. Um, when, when you're passionate and, and, and you're out there running around and, and, and having a, a, what I would consider a high level of energy, um, right. it just, it makes everything works better. Um, and third, perhaps the most important is you really have to know, you, you have to read a lot, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. You, you, you can't go into something 
um, with a bit blinded. So right, um, right. I, I know it's not fun, but, but you have to read contracts and you have to understand contracts. <laughs> right. Um, ask a lot of questions. That, you know, don't be afraid to ask what you think might be um, a rem, um, a remedial question because chances right. are it's not. Even if it is, it's it, it, you know it's so important to, to to truly understand the impacts of the uh, of the agreements that you're entering into um it, it's just i can't tell you how many you know and, and it, it it's it's frustrating or, or frustrating is not the right word um it, it's discouraging mm-hmm. when folks enter into um uh, an agreement that that they're not fully aware of um and, right. and i and i try and educate our people um to educate our franchisees better uh, about what they're getting themselves into, and uh, we've seen so many success stories that uh, it's, it's it's amazing and it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. And we've also seen a, a, a few uh, situations where it hasn't gone well, and and really um, the three things that I mentioned: perseverance, energy, and, and having an understanding of what you're getting yourself mm-hmm. into. Uh, when 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 one or more of those aspects aren't met, I, I believe that's when um, things can can go wrong. Right. But if you have, um, you know, I, I think your success rate increases exponentially. You have to ask these questions early on, don't you, Brian? Not after the fact, right? I mean, it, 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 these are the times to ask well, the questions in the beginning. Uh, don't you know, you? that's that's. That's certainly ideal, but even after the fact, you can adjust. So um, right. I, I've been involved. I, I've been in meetings where you know, communi- uh, information has been communicated after the fact, and, and it's, mm-hmm. it's you know it's eye-opening and it's a bit scary. Uh, but right. once you get um, again and again, perseverance is, is a big part of this. If you can get if you can push past that and 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 continue to gain a better understanding and learn, you can adjust. Um, and, and you can make things right. Um, so that's good. I think that's I think that's great advice, Brian. But so so as a CFO, I, I mean, I could ask you the next question, Brian. I mean, what are OpenWorks' plans for the future? Uh, like, where do you see the organization if, if you could look into a crystal ball, maybe three to five years down the road, Brian? We want to continue our trajectory of growth within the janitorial mm-hmm. cleaning services industry. And, and we want to we want to increase the mix of services that are not your not our bread and butter. It's right. um, light maintenance, landscaping, pest control, anything that a building would need, uh, plumbing and electric. Uh, although we'll never be uh, experts in that, it's more right. sort of the, the typical plumbing and and, and electrical. Um, that that's really what we're trying to get after. It's higher margin business. Um, it, it, it again increases the share of wallet, and, and it makes it more. Um, it, it makes us as the service provider so much more appealing. Um, again, if we're if we're consistent, if we're there, if we're present, if if we show a passion for the customer, uh, if, if we do all of those things, uh, the growth of the business will continue at um, at about a forty percent year over year growth clip. That's great. What, what's the best way for our listeners, Brian, to get more information on OpenWorks as, as a service and, and probably even more so the franchise opportunity? Are, are there any websites that you'd like them to go to to check out to get more information? Sure. Our website is openworksweb.com. Um, it okay. has 
great information that, that our marketing team is updating every day. Um, I think that's the best way. Um, there's also, um, you can call into the corporate office and, and, and that um, those folks will route you to, to the appropriate people, our, our sales force. And um, we really like to use our regional offices. So, so if you're in the middle of Florida, for example, we'll have uh, our Orlando office uh, give you a call. Um, and uh, hope we can get things taken care of for you. That's terrific. Well, it's been great to have you on the show, Brian. And again, I'd like to invite Hope and Works back in another, you know, a couple of years because I, I do think you have a, a, an amazing franchise organization. So it was a really a privilege to speak to you today. Thank you very much. I've I've enjoyed it. Uh, I appreciate it. This has been my pleasure, Brian. You, you too. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.